Hey, this is Net, your host of MLO. Thanks for tuning in for this episode, which we are going to cover tips and tricks to understand what estimates are presented to you. When are we getting a good deal? How to shop a lender? What sections within the loan estimate to look out for? What the heck are we looking at here? So, end of it, you're going to take away exactly what you need to know to navigate through shopping for your lender. My name is Net. This is MLO. We're on. Three, two, one, and we're a jazzercising. You remember the jazzercise? <laughs> the jazzercise. <laughs> Back in the day. What's that guy's name? Let's get our little theme music going. Here a popping. I know this is your beat, Casey. Yeah, there it is. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Ooh, he's bringing the pop, even though we're all together. Ladies and gentlemen, a little dance, little dance. I like it. <laughs> That's really the only move I got, sorry That's guys. Probably one of our uh, most impressive intros right there. I'll take that. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. So, boom, we got the whole MLO team together here today. Extremely excited to dive into a very special topic, everybody. Talking about... Shopping your lender. Shopping your lender. Right, boys? That's right. So what does that mean right off the bat? Shopping your lenders. How do we get the best actual terms on our mortgage? So if you're going out there looking to refinance, purchase a new home, you might even be selling them, buying another one. Everyone wonders, are they getting a good deal? And one of the issues is these estimates, guys, I mean, we do this for our profession and they still are confusing to navigate. The way they're structured, the different pieces, the closing costs, the differentials. So today we're gonna dive into tips and tricks to understand your loan estimates that you're getting from different lenders because we've learned that the lowest rate doesn't always mean the best deal, right guys? That's correct. Very true. Boom, 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 boom. So just to kick it off, I think we wanna go into defining what shopping your rate is. Like, CK, you've been doing this for so long now. Talk to us a little bit about shopping. Um, you might be considering a refinance or you get all that junk mail, right? So what do we do with it? What does it mean when I get something in the mail? Um, yeah. Take it away. Certainly. So we're being inundated daily right now through mm -hmm. Facebook, uh, social media, even in our mail. We're getting uh, things from even our current lenders, or it says our current lender, yeah, yeah. open from your lender. Um, a lot of that is just, uh, you know, advertisement coming in. They're getting things off the title and just mm -hmm. kind of seeing what your last loan was at. They know some general information, what your current interest rate is, and maybe some of your debt load. So they're saying uh, we can do a debt consolidation with 30000 So mm -hmm. it's just general stuff. Now, you know, the lending trees out there and everybody out there that are throwing out some of these numbers, 2.99 on a 15-year, 3.375, those are probably pretty standard. And they're putting some um, caution behind that with maybe uh, one-point origination. You hear it real fast talking and whatnot. Uh, so there's a lot of different... <laughs> yeah. A lot of words at the end so, real fast talking. Yeah. So we kind of got to just go back to A, Bs, and Cs. And so... We had a change into our uh, disclosures a few years back, and so now we can really, as a consumer, see what exactly your rate is by APR. So mm -hmm. uh, APR is a big thing, so you can see any kind of um, 
kind of, you know, these that have been kind of pushed in there that you don't see in black and white. So, 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 let me, I want to bring that. Yeah. I want to bring that back. I keep toggling over to Casey on the mic, but he's not talking. <laughs> so my apologies to everyone watching. This is a live studio recording. So really, really good point, CK. Interest rate versus APR. Huge difference because... The interest rate that you get does not associate um, a figure to the cost. So you'll see two different interest rates, the one you get for the note and then an APR expressed. So that APR figure, which is going to be uh, hopefully just slightly higher than the note rate, is a true determiner of what you as a consumer has actually invested to get the terms associated. So I just wanted to, I, I sorry to cut you no. off there, but just That's like, point. super good point, right? I mean, yeah, car, and, and I want to, I want to touch on that too, because like what CK Christian was talking about, um, I, you know, received one of these fantastic looking offers in the mail. And, uh, you know, I'm in the business, but, you know, the rate advertised on this piece of uh, paper looked good. Uh, the kind of program they were talking about kind of fit what I was looking at was actually a, a veteran, a VA home loan um, advertisement for me. Mm-hmm. So I called this lender um, and actually, I actually thought, and this might be a lot of consumers out there, I actually thought this letter had come from my existing lender because it had their name at the top of it. But what I didn't realize till after I had called the number and got on the phone with someone, that it was just a, another lender sending me this advertisement um, and then had my current lender's name at the top basically saying, hey, your loan is with this, but mm-hmm. we're gonna try to offer you something better. So I called and basically just right out of the gate, you know, I just was honest. I said, hey, your, your rate that you're advertising on this piece of paper I got in the mail looks fantastic. The program sounds great. You know, what do I need to do? And it was right out of the gate. Uh, the lender just told me, yeah, that's just a marketing piece. And uh, your situation probably pertains not to this piece of paper. So um, you, we'll have to so look you at it. called the competitor. I called the competitor because I wanted to know what this what this great rate and program was about. Honestly, I wanted to know maybe it might be something I take advantage of myself, or maybe in my bi- back of my mind I was thinking maybe it could be something I use um, with with my clients or how are they structuring this. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, uh, it was none of that. It was just a piece of paper to get me to call them, and the terms then that we started going over were nothing that was on that paper. So wow, that's. Some of those <laughs> things are, you know, situations where as a consumer, you know, you're getting, you know, inundated with just advertisements and marketing with low rates, low rates out there. But it's uh, not exactly what it, you know, what you're seeing on those papers is not necessarily what you might get. So a couple, a couple quick things too, because we're talking, hey, there's a ton of, and I, these guys get frustrated with me because I always say we got to put the compliance layer and be very, very clear. Like, the rate associated, there's so many different factors. And we were talking about this with when we were doing our last episode about yep. credit. There's so many different factors that are associated to what interest rate you get. And they're not only uh, different per lender, but loan product, house type. So there's a lot of different players. So just because you get something in the mail, that's the first point, doesn't mean. No, the analogy I use is like, we, at least I see all the time. Have the have this Mercedes for one ninety nine a month. You'll be driving the C class Mercedes. I have yet to meet an individual that is paying one ninety nine a month for that C class. They usually drive off. It's like they show up at the car at the car lot. They're all like. You know, I want that one ninety nine thing. And they're like, "Oh, that one's gone. That, <laughs> that deal off the table." That, we that call that the out. lost leader. That one is out of here, guys. Right. Like that, but we have this other one at only 
so that's the game they're playing. And I think, like, going back to what you really want to be able to do from a more serious standpoint is at least be able to dissect what you're looking at so that you can compare apples to apples. Because there might be, say, one loan estimate at 4.00 and then one loan estimate at 3.5. However, the 3.5 might be paying what's called discount points or might be paying what's called an origination fee. So when you are looking through these, I always encourage my clients when they're like, hey, I've already been through the process. I didn't know I got whatever rate. I always say, that's fantastic. How about... Um, you actually send over that at loan estimate to me and I'll review it and we can go side by side. So taking that, I think it's really important to have a trusted mortgage advisor at least so that you can cross reference. Um, and hopefully he or she is trusted enough that you don't have to worry about that and you can explain things. Um, I always like to reference kind of some national averages when sure. I'm working through with my clients. Um, and be straightforward from the process. But we'll dive in a little bit deeper to two points um, when you're looking at your loan estimate, which is like three or four really long pages broken up into different things. So one thing to know is cost associated with the loan and then also escrow deposits if you have there are prepaid insurance and property taxes associated. So usually um, loan officers are gonna use closing costs as a combined closing costs and your prepaid escrow into one figure. And there's different ways, unless you're specifically focusing on one property, for a loan officer to give an inaccurate or skewed estimate to you. So it, the apples to apples piece is super important. And going like, I wanna bring this over to CK, you've seen this so much. Like talk to me about discount points, as well as uh, 100% origination. Hit me with that. Well, I, I got an example, just one that we have going like this month where a client, you know, they were online and, you know, we were talking, me and him were getting ready to refinance again. So he pushed the button, you know, he saw an amazing rate. Yeah. And so he went through the process and it was an application. So he got some disclosure. He requested a rate of uh, three and a quarter. So that came back with an origination of uh, the lender's fees, which was I think nine ninety five and mm -hmm. five forty, and then it had what they called a discount point, and a discount point was uh, a fee, a one time fee to buy the rate down to that three and a quarter. So obviously that lender on that day had a par rate, which cost the client zero at a higher rate. Let's say for example, just for this purposes, that rate was you know. Uh, 4%, okay? So he had to charge my clients uh, on this $300,000 loan, two points discount to get that. So my client got his disclosure. He's happy about this rate. Mm -hmm. But when he sent it over to me, I was like, okay, did you see that it's costing you $18,000 with your prepaids to do this loan? He's like, yeah, I thought that was kind of high. So Mm. Yes, the rate was fantastic. It was the payment he wanted. But when he looked at mine side by side, apples to apples, guess what? My loan amount was $5,000 less to get the exact same thing because yeah. it was a less of a discount point. So it's lender to lender. And a lot of those call centers out there mm -hmm. or internet servicers, they're just getting the next, getting the next, getting the next. 
So when we have these relationships with our clients that come back to us year after year and their family are recommending them, we sit down with them and make sure that, you know, they're going to get the best deal possible because obviously that's a big difference. Five, five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you know, was a huge difference in that loan. And ultimately our payment was lower and the client was happy and we're closing next week. So, yeah, so that's a so going back to a couple points that CK just made there, because it's really important for people who don't talk about this all mm-hmm. today. Maybe you're a first time home buyer or maybe you just don't care and you've just done whatever people have told you to do. Right. Couple terms I wanted to hit case. Was that a <laughs> that make you kind of <laughs> You just do whatever you want to do nowadays. <laughs> The discount points, because I think we do need to define that so that our listeners and our audience, I get this question all the time. You know, I'll get people that ring me up and be like, what are your rates at today? I'm like, hey, you know, nice to meet you. What what did you say your name was? (laughs) So first of all, discount point is an additional charge on your closing costs to obtain the rate that is being offered to you. So typically the the lower the rate, the higher the discount point is because you're getting a better deal. You're prepaying the interest on it to bring down the rate, which consequently lowers your monthly payment. Now, when you hear somebody say, what, what is par? Because you'll hear that all the time. You know, the, I liked it when CK went into a fast talking. Uh, like, we're, uh, we're uh, 4%, 4% par, 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 par rate or whatever. Par means they're not actually charging you any additional uh costs for that rate. So it's a big thing if you're a consumer and you're talking to a a mortgage advisor to actually be like, okay, so what are your rates today? They're 3.375. Is that your par rate or are you charging me points for that rate? And another thing is, and this might be really confusing, is when you say, um, you might have, say, a mortgage advisor say, I'll give you X rate at a charge of one point. Most people don't even know what that means. One point means one percentage of the amount borrowed. So if your loan amount's 300 grand, they're gonna charge you an additional $3,000 for that rate. And another confusing, if you even get that far down the road with mortgage, people think that that 3,000 is your closing cost. But it's not, it's on top of it. On top. So it's like, it's just, re- I'm really passionate about doing everything that I can to explain to our consumers what these are. Um, I want to dive in. That's discount points. And what what's another deal that, because I know you were trying to chime in on yeah, that. Yeah, and, and one thing, too, I wanted to just touch on, too, like CK was explaining. I mean, that's the the beauty of having a relationship with a loan officer that you trust is those conversations are easy for us to have with our clients. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, client, we're, that's great. You're getting offered, you know, a fantastic rate from ABC lender. Um, you know, what our clients, you know, will do in most cases is we ask to see, you know, what that quote is so we can look at it side by side and walk them through to show any, you know, any differences, any discrepancies where, you know, they're charging, you know, extra uh, discount points or where you're paying more compared to the lenders. And, and what we're just trying to do, and there's sometimes guys out there, there's sometimes where maybe the deal is a better deal for that client to take than what we have to offer. And we are okay with saying, hey, this is a great deal. We've looked at it with you. We've looked at everything. And, and it might be one you need to just consider and go with. That's okay in this world to help your client you know, make the right educated decision. That's what loan officers should do. But what we're trying to kind of reiterate the fact is, as that client and you're shopping around, 
and you have a good relationship with your loan advisor, bring to him your questions, bring to him those other offers maybe that other lenders have given you um, so you guys can look at it and review because in the end of the day, in most cases, what's being told to you guys verbally probably from another lender is not usually the case when it's on paper. So it's a That's huge a good point. point. That's a good point. I, w- I do want to break into the discussion. Is like, why do some lenders not explain some of this stuff? It's just mind-blowing to me. Like, if, if a consumer came to me and really wanted to know, hey, what are these costs? Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge breakdown, especially with how confusing the loan the loan estimate. I keep using my hands for all the people that are just listening. I keep making this, like, exaggerated um <laughs> vision of the loan estimate so when you get one it breaks down all these different quadrants and that very first quadrant of uh your loan estimate actually is loan associated costs and i want to like bring in a little more serious there that first section is extremely important because they're essential non-variables. So the other sections, such as prepaid escrows, estimated insurance costs, um, appraisal fees, all those things, title and escrow, all those things cannot really truly be determined until you are in contract on a home and for sure are moving forward. So your really only strong review on an estimate would be that first section of where your um, direct lender costs are. And that includes most often um, an underwriting and processing fee that's typically flat. Now, the other ones you want to look for is that overly explained earlier, the discount points. And then CK and I were talking earlier, there's a new trend that we're seeing some mortgage advisors uh, demonstrate what's called an origination fee, which CK, this has like, that phased out for a really long time, didn't it? But now we're like back. Just, I'm hearing people doing them. Yes. Um, I'm hearing some different lending institutions bringing the origination fee back. And what that is to help them do is derive some marketing, I think, with mm-hmm. a low interest rate because, because they're putting that speed talk at the end. One point origination, APR, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, yes. My job out there is to meet with my client individually as an advisor and not just wrap out a number to them because I'm doing them a disfavor, you know, because I don't know what their credit score is yet. I don't know the property, loan to value, all those different factors that deeply play within that that amount of APR that we talked about. I want to kind of bring this this conversation back to the APR because that is the whole goal of this, this uh, episode is shopping, you know, your rate and Mm -hmm. you cannot excuse your APR being up, you know, a percentage point from that 3.375 and your APR is Mm 4.75. We know there's a discrepancy there. There's fees that are associated with this loan that are in there that you're not seeing. So apples, apples, huge matching the APR, not the note rate, the APR. That's just, that's a, that's a really good point because one of the things I see most commonly is like, say you're at a, a, a family gathering and, yeah. you know, brother A, B, and C. Brother A says, I got I got 4%. Brother B says, I got 45 And then brother C just is like, I got 37 But none of them remember what? The APR. Yep, exactly. Nobody remembers what they actually paid. And that is... 
the actual true thing to yeah. analyze. So when you're backyard buddying, like the APR is what matters. So that's that's a really easy thing to a takeaway, guys. Just yeah. to bring this back to takeaways right. for the consumers, because that's what this is for a, a transparent space for home buyers, sellers, industry partners alike to go ahead and learn takeaway bullets that can impact the experience for our consumers and set them on the right track. Remember note rate and APR and compare them. Um, secondly, I would put in. I want to bring this in, the difference between loan products, guys, because you're going to see diverse note rates and APR rates from, say, a conventional loan to, say, an FHA loan, a government loan, because there are some fees associated with the government loans in some cases. Some, Some are alleviated from those costs, such as um, our veterans and VA ones that are on disability, they are alleviated from those. But one of the huge misperceptions is you'll I'll hear more stories of mortgage advisors being like, oh, let's just get you an, into an FHA loan because the rate's much lower. But they don't explain that FHA has, what, 1.75% funding fee, correct? Correct. Associated with the product which gets rolled into the loan decreases the interest rate but you're forfeiting a roundup of two percent equity before you even move into the house and and that's why you see the apr so much higher on fha loan that's what i was moving to is because they're they're looking at that from a holistical side of what Mm -hmm. the cost is and what the true apr is because yeah that's being financed in there anything that's being financed into the loan or costs that you cannot shop for Mm -hmm. are going to be calculated in that APR. Yeah, the hard costs. Yeah, and I like it because in just a very generic layman terms, it's the cost of your loan reflected as an interest rate. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple as that. There it is. I mean, you can look at that and know, hey, this 3.75 note rate that I pay my payment based off of is great, but my 5% APR is basically telling me, I might have a high cost loan here yeah. and maybe mm-hmm. I need to shop it around. Now what's funny is when I get a uh, cost worksheet or a CD come over and mm-hmm. a client wants me to shop it for them, what do you think I look at first thing? Yeah. I look at the APR, I wanna see how where my room is or where, where they're pricing this thing is. And that tells me I gotta look into this a little bit deeper, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most lender lending institutions, you know, as far as the total costs are gonna be the same. I think it's the grid of the pricing. I think that's that's the greatest uh, difference between, you know, bank A and bank bank B. And that's gonna depend on, you know, so many back end things. Do they have mm-hmm. a line of credit? Are they funding their own loans? Are they doing this? So Unfortunately, as a consumer, you got to kind of shop the company that you're getting this thing originated from because that's really, you know, who what's driving your rate down. Back to your brother story, you know, mm-hmm. A, B, and C that might have a rate of four percent, you know, three and a half and three point seven five. That four percent might be a lower payment because there weren't all those costs. It's a lower mortgage amount because they didn't. They took a lower cost loan. Maybe it was a hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. Mm-hmm. You know what the difference in an eighth of a point is? It's like seventeen dollars a month. Yeah. You know, you got to think about it. It's a thirty year fixed loan. You know, my compliance. I didn't do all the math, but sure, sure. And and but that's the truth. So my job as an advisor is to be like, you know what? Based off of you telling me you're going to be here for three to four years in this house, maybe we take this four percent and not buy down the rate to three and a half because we're going to be selling it down the road. Let's put that into the next forever home when we, 
that's when you want to buy down the rate, you know? So well, and it's I'll, different for every si- situation. Well, and hopping in too, like yeah. buying down the rate is not necessarily a bad no. deal. It's like, because if you're spending money to lower the rate in terms your monthly payment's going to lower. So your mortgage advisor is typically going to assist you with breaking down what is referred to as the break-even point. That's right. So if you're, you know, spending money and you're going to save money for X amount of months, you want to at least be in the property for a minimum of that break-even point. So your mortgage advisor should assist you with doing that. And I want to make it clear, there's nothing wrong with buying points down. You just want to be comparing apples to apples and make sure that purchasing those points down for a lower rate does make sense. Generally speaking, Casey, when you are, say you have, you know, you're buying the rate down a little bit and the break even points three years, you want to make sure that you're likely going to be in that house for at least three years. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's a huge point because us as advisors, I mean, we're here, we're here to advise. So something that I know, you know, Addy and CK do, I do as well. Um, is is I'll sometimes give that that client if they want to see it I'll give them the range we'll we'll start at you know an interest rate where they're kind of landing at for their scenario and credit score and stuff and then I show them what that next one is and how much that cost is and maybe a couple options so they got three options in front of them and I and I explain what that break even is here's the cost for that next rate going down what's the savings between your initial rate where we're at and what it would look like maybe buying the rate down a little bit you find, you, it's an easy math, but you can show that client exactly where their break even is. And the biggest thing to know is how long are you planning to stay in this home? I mean, let's be let's be honest here, guys. It, it, people aren't keeping a loan for 30 years. I mean, that was our grandma's at 15% interest rate <laughs> on an $80,000 loan. They kept it for 30 years. That's just not the case anymore. We see loans last five to eight years, maybe. I mean, you have so many things that go into it. You... Uh, Pop a brand new baby out. You got to move. CK, mm-hmm. you got to, uh, you know, change schools for your kids. The economy changes. There's so many factors that play mm-hmm. into that 30-year decision that, honestly, it just doesn't last that long. So a break-even is a huge thing. If you're, let's just say, buying a rate down and the break-even is five years, but you sell the house in three years, you just spent money for no reason because you didn't ever see it through to see the savings. Well, so it's a huge deal. That's a super good point. And I also want to reiterate, too, I think that's what I like most about working with local people, not just mortgages, but with financial advisors, purchasing other services, is you do get that experience of someone who actually cares. And the first conversation, at least how I structure my business, is I call it an introduction call. Be like, what do you mean an introduction call? It's like, well, usually I like to get to know you as a person, Right. And hear about what where you're at in your life. What what are your top priorities and needs as a family? What do you want to accomplish in terms of is this a stepping stone house? You made the point with having a baby. Um, There's just so many different variables. And without really truly getting to know a consumer, how can we assist with making the right decision? And I think that might be and I'm not trying to get corny all of a sudden, but like that's Christian. When you say that's like a really big deal versus maybe someone that's dialing a bunch of 1-800 numbers and just trying to get quotes. Because these people who are just picking up phones and cubicles, they're not taking time to get to know you. How are they going to advise you on your best decision if they don't know your history and your goals and your current? Yeah, I, I, I really don't understand that you would want to just pick up a phone call and just say, hey, I want this rate, I want this terms, mm-hmm. without really dissecting long term. Because 
I've been doing this for, like we said, 15, 16, 18 years. I can't remember where I'm at right now. Um, but I can tell you, most of my clients, we always think this is going to be my last refi. Well, guess what? Equity goes up. You can tap into that number one thing that you have. And at the lowest interest, I mean, rates have been low since, you know, 2003, I would say, you know, where we were taking people from eight to 6%. And now we're mm. down in the, in the mid threes, low threes. And guess what? That's like free money out there. So people still tap in all the time. So most of my clients will come in at the par rates yep. because we're giving, giving them a great rate at that par rate. Now, I do have those clients that, are, that do are like... This is my forever home. I just want to do this one more time, Christian. This is, you know, our third refinance with you. Mm -hmm. I want to do the 15 year. I want a strategy. I pay this thing off in 10 and we're sitting down and we're really getting into the meat and the potatoes. But, you know, so that's why, you know, every situation is different. Every situation is different. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to sit down with your advisor and really talk to them. You know, most of my clients, I, you know, I, I know more about their financial background than their own wife does or their husband right. does because I've dug in deep and had those conversations with them. Or we sit down together with a blended family where we're now we're really diving in the deep, deep into the income and debts and everything else. And we throw it on the table. So yeah, it's a vulnerable situation to sit down with your loan officer and really say, Hey, these are my goals or these are my troubles. How can you help me? But that's what we're here for. This is, you know, what gets us up in the morning and gets us excited is to go in there and help people day in, day out and use our expertise in their years of, of these challenging times that we've seen and ups and downs. But one thing there is, is you got that asset. It keeps going up in equity rate as rates keep on coming down. We're going to be here for you to mm -hmm. make some decisions and hopefully you choose one of our MLO teams. Well, no, I just, sorry, I know you're trying to hop in there. I think one of the important things too, with that personal relationship is one example, I had a client call me, I had done a purchase for them and a refinance in my career. Called me, I was like, hey, Addy, I'm getting up. And I actually love it when like phone people try to refinance or call and pitch my clients because then they call me and I'm like, oh, great, awesome. I get to talk to so-and-so today. I've been meaning to catch up with right. them. Like it just makes my phone ring for right. me and call me back. Okay, you know, oh, well, and I just ask them questions like, well, what are they asking? Like, what are they offering? Okay, did they say how many points? No. Did they say, well, no, that all sounds about right. But I know their whole history is like, well, so-and-so, like, how is, how is your credit doing? Because I know that was something that we were working on the quarter three and four of this right. year. It's like, well, it's kind of here. Well, is that a credit card utilization ratio? Yeah, it is. Well, do you plan to pay that down? Yes, in the next 30 to 60 days. Well, look, I think our best move is to really slide you from, say, 680 up to that 740, which I know you can do based on our credit strategy, mm -hmm. which would actually make your rate even better. And I feel I feel confident. I don't have a magic ball, but I feel like confident that rates are going to be steady. There's no reason to rush into this right now. That takes business out of my pocket, but into my growth network for the long run. And you will not get that from a 1-800 person. That's right. They are trying to sell you and close you. I've done it myself. You said you called that competitor. I called it. I've called them and they've tried to close me. Yeah, I know. And it's like, why, you know, you, if you have a professional whom is saying, hey, let's pump the brakes. Let's look at this as a big picture thing then that's just the key. And I know, Casey, that is your style with with your clients. Yeah, and it, it's funny, too, because as I was getting as I was getting pitched, um, you know, I know my finances. I know 
you know, where I might have pain points in my loan and stuff like that. And as this guy's just telling me, yeah, you're all good. Oh, you got this, you know, because I was giving him some information. Um, I, I knew exactly where I was going to have hangups. Obviously, I do this for a living, so I know my own finances and where that's going to come into, you know, some, some, you know, definitely maybe bumps in the road on a loan process. But this guy didn't, he didn't ask me any questions about that. It wasn't any, anything about that. It's all about, you know, getting that deal in and closing. There's no, what's your future look like, Casey? What are we planning for? Maybe this loan isn't the best loan, Casey. Maybe you're a vet and you need a VA loan, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. You need to you need to know your client and educate and advise them because it's not just, we're not just buying groceries and then we're done with it. This is a purchase that has, you know, can have a 30-year effect on your life, right? And mm-hmm. so it's also a tool. People forget a mortgage is a financial tool that you can use as ck mentioned later on you tap into the equity get another home now you're building wealth long-term wealth you're holding financial assets and you're using a mortgage that you started with at the very beginning as your tool to grow yourself um you know wealth wise the last part too that i want to touch on is besides looking at the interest rates besides looking at you know closing costs and stuff like that those different loan programs sometimes require different costs to be in there. Let's let's say it's new construction. So mm-hmm. when we're going through that with clients, we're also making sure that these other quotes maybe that they're getting from other lenders, um, we're pointing out the fact that they don't have early issue fees in there mm-hmm. and fees that have Good to point. be in there for certain Good programs point. that other lenders will not have on there. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably be an extra $1,500 or so on your closing costs. They have to be there for new construction or you know other programs require certain certain fees as well to be there and that's stuff we're all looking at because we've, we've seen it we've seen it and we know it and we're going to tell that client hey this you know this is missing and that's missing and this needs to be there all coming back to having a relationship with your client and being just an advisor we're not here to just sell 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 we're here to advise and educate yeah. that's a really good point um with the the hidden with the new construction there's a lot going All day on, long. on well, a new construction i just wanted to ask you addison how many times have you mm-hmm. got that client right at the end where they've already made an offer they had a you know prequal letter with another company that relationship fell through and all of a sudden you're getting it and you're short you know funds to close because maybe they didn't have the right taxes in there. They didn't tell them that right. seller, you got to sell, pay the seller some taxes, the prorations and everything else. You know, we're talking, you know, two, $3,000 short when they're mm. coming down to the table or two weeks before and we're having to call parents and everybody else. And that comes back to the mortgage advisor because we're going to tell you all those things that every property is different and we need a pad of this. I'm not going to, maybe they didn't even look at your banking statements yet to look at, you know, your source down payment. So back to just not, taking a, you know, somebody off the streets, get a referral. I think the you just, that is a really good point, guys. And I want to bring that up again with a Christian just put together there, being short cash to close. So when you're looking out and talking to a bunch of different companies, there are ways to present loan estimates that might look like they are less cost, but they aren't truthful and accurate. So the absolute, and it's hard for me as a, a mortgage advisor, it's not hard, but I have stick to guns of being as accurate, if not overestimating the costs when it comes to the escrow and the taxes, the prepaid, all the ones that I don't control. And the reason why is exactly what Christian just said is the worst nightmare is going to the closing table 
and not having the, the the accurate cash to close or enough money at all because of improper due diligence and i can you know assure you that many people that might not be local or might not have any sort of tie to the community of where you're buying real estate they just won't care another really good example i had this one happen um you know someone introduced me as a new client i was like great i did my my no pressure situation was like hey i'm here as a resource like i work with this team um, we never forced you to, you know, use me, but I'm here as a resource. And like, yeah, we went through the whole pre-approval process with a guy that we had met on, like, I think it was a vacation trip or whatever, and he's going to hook us up and okay, no, that's great. And I never pressure anyone, you know, I support all of the agents in this community, 100%. Here's a resource. And what had happened was they went with this guy, they got in contract two weeks went by in contract they get a call the person that was quote giving the deal wasn't even licensed in the state wasn't even licensed the file hadn't been touched for two weeks now they're looking at extensions he had to go broker it out to another person so they're two weeks behind who knows who like now just the deal doesn't matter the homie hookup does it like what it was that. a homie hookup which is just there's no over some cocktails it just doesn't happen so like how devastating would that be and people that goes back to the do you if that person truly cared did an introduction call was involved in the process and the main goals there's no way someone with a heart would like how did you even write a pre-approval letter for a state you're not licensed in right right and it's just it hurts us guys out there. I mean, we, we, you never want to see someone making one of the biggest purchases of their life, have the thing come crashing down at the end. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's awful. You never want to see that. And all it takes is that loan officer to talk about the process up front, learn about that client, know, you know, what direction their life is going in to try to put them in the best financial mortgage tool for them to use or yep. mortgage product. Um, it's it's just key, guys. I mean, it really is, and we can't we can't say it enough because, especially the local stuff, mm-hmm. because I mean we're we're hearing it. At least we're we're in this community with you. We buy houses in this community. We have tons of you know real estate partners that do the same and help people buy. So, I mean, if anything, it's just the the experience and the advice is worth is worth just your ear for a couple minutes to listen. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, I think you're just spot on. And that's an underlying factor of the local that we didn't bring it up. I mean, just to put it in kind of an easier term is like, it's so easy for someone who has zero ties to the community and the city and no one could ever drive to their office or their address to confront them if they made an issue. Like that story back then is like that they're never going to see that person again. So I want to I want to kind of weigh in the plane on a high, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Did you like what I did? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring it up. Bring it up. So let's summarize the benefits of today for shopping lenders, and at least maybe like breaking down the understanding basics. So we started right off the bat, and I loved this from Mister CK Mortgage Guru here. The difference between your rate and the APR, huge, huge difference. You got to understand that the note rate 
doesn't necessarily matter. The APR is the one that associates all of the costs. So that's something you can look out for if you're going around, if you're at the backyard with your buddies and people are swinging, I got this, 2. I got 2.75. Oh, yeah, 2.75. They charge you to 10 grand for it, but yeah, at yeah. least you're the winner in the bocce ball in the backyard, right? Yeah, you are. So that was that was one. The next one was really looking at that section of lender-related costs, that first section A on the loan estimate. Very, very important. That's where you're going to see changes. The next one, understand what par rate means, no additional costs, and discount points when you're buying down the rate, and all of those going on top of your flatline costs. So some real big takeaways there. Um, last but not least, the power of working with the local individuals who not only care and understand your big picture and the little tiny things about you, your family, your your long-term strategy that can actually pr stop you from, you know, saying yes to someone that's trying to talk you into something. Uh, lastly, help me out. Knowing your programs, VA, new construction, what fees need to be there, and what you need to look out for are big, big, big ticket items as well. Yeah, don't be fooled understand the loan product and that there are different associated fees with all those ck aka kempers anything to throw down there yeah if you're getting those uh cost worksheets or those estimates coming over and then you're getting disclosures and they're totally different well that's usually uh some change you know changing within the apr or they've mm -hmm. done a bait and switch so let us look at it for you. We're here for you as your MLO uh, advisors uh, right here locally here in Portland, Oregon, uh, licensed in both Oregon, Washington, and California. Are you mm -hmm. still California? We got a Cali. That's right. So we're just here to support you and look at all those cost worksheets. Um, we want to help out our community, be a resource out there, and have transparent uh, numbers out there day in, day out, so that you're out there shopping with confidence. Yeah. And... I just, please, if anyone takes away, please take away those those bullet points. Yeah. No versus APR. Understanding closing costs are changing. Look at that section A. Work with people that care and trust about the future of you and your family and are going to advise you not, not from a personal gain perspective, and you're going to be crushing out there. So if you ever need any help, we are always here to help and support, as like CK said, a transparent uh, community here and an environment for home buyers, home sellers, industry professionals alike. This is AddyNet. These are the guys. MLO. Casey, thanks for being here. Yes, sir. And Mr. Kem CK. CK. Boom. Till next time, everybody, we will catch you later. Just cracked my neck with that one. You, you got a neck poppy? <laughs> Yo, you got a neck body? Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of MLO. Wanted to remind you once again, if you ever want to check out the video recordings of these episodes, visit our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, and if there's any comments, questions, or we can help you out with anything to do with home buying or selling, don't be a stranger. Reach out. We got your back here at MLO.